Welcome to the Publish to Thrive podcast with Charles George. Each episode will provide ideas and insights on how to combine publishing with direct marketing. We'll reveal proven publishing strategies, plus we'll divulge timeless direct marketing principles you can implement to prosper in your business today. This is Charles George, and on the first episode of the Publish to Thrive podcast, I want to talk about why Publish to Thrive and what this podcast is about and how it's going to be beneficial to you. So on the podcast, we're going to discuss today's modern day publishing principles with direct marketing. We'll talk about topics such as content marketing, copywriting, media buying, creating products and offers, building an email list, and growing an audience. So the podcast focuses on creating a lifestyle business by combining publishing with direct marketing. That's how I choose to use it. It's owning a business where you control the business, you control your time, where you can build a business, but the business doesn't control you, where you still have a life, where you can go out and have the life that you desire and still make the money that you desire, still have the lifestyle that you desire, or create the lifestyle that you desire with the business and the revenue that you generate. So that's my definition of a lifestyle business. Today, we can do that with the internet, and that's primarily what this is going to be about. So how do you combine publishing with direct marketing? Good question. With a publishing business, everything you create is an asset. A book creates instant credibility. That can be turned into an online program, which can become a popular blog. And each of these can build an email list that allows you to develop long-term relationships with your audience. So as we go through this, you're going to see building long-term relationships is key. That's the most important thing that you can do with an audience. And we're going to talk about how to do that, even as we go through this podcast episode. But in future podcasts, we're going to talk about how to take somebody who doesn't know you and then turn them into an advocate for your brand using publishing and direct marketing. Modern day publishing, it's essentially content marketing. Today, content is how you build an audience. It's also how you build trust with prospects and customers. Content encompasses a lot of different types of media. It encompasses blog posts, social media posts, infographics, photographs, listicles, podcasts, print magazines, snail mail newsletters. It's creating lead magnets. It's creating white papers and case studies. It's offering free gods for your audience, free eBooks, reports, landing pages, e-newsletters, promotional emails, autoresponders. And as we get into the building customer part of it, it's short form and long form sales letters, video sales letters, webinars, and checkout pages and order forms. So this is all different types of content that you can create for your business to provide value for your audience and move them throughout the customer journey, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So with direct marketing, it's identifying the right audience, having the right offer for that audience, and then the right creative. And the right creative, that's the copy, that's the graphics you use, that's the colors you use. That's what resonates with the audience, like how you're going to communicate with them. How are you going to communicate the offer to them? So that's the creative part of it. And the other part of this is instead of waiting for the customer to come to you, we're going to go find the customers and let them know that we exist. And then we're going to start building relationships with them. So as I talk on the podcast and on the site, you're going to hear that relationships, 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 those are the keys to building a long-term sustainable business. And I can't stress that enough because having relationships, that changes everything. And everything we're talking about is to facilitate that. So if we look at direct marketing and the history of direct marketing, how it was first used with publishing, 
Direct response marketing combined publishing or the principles of publishing has been proven and perfected for over 100 years. Direct marketing was first used to sell books around the 1920s, starting with the Little Leather Library that sold 40 million copies in the first five years. So soon afterwards, the Book of the Month Club started with 4,000 subscribers, and within 20 years had more than 550,000 subscribers. You may remember CD of the Month Club and Album of the Month Club and Book of the Month Club. Those are all based on the same concept as the Book of the Month Club that started, I believe it started in the mid-1920s, was the original Book of the Month Club when it first started. The early to mid-1920s is when it first started. But if you remember the CD of the Month Club, they would send you like 10 CDs for a penny, and then they would send you a new CD every month. Same concept, but they were doing it with books. Around the 50s and 60s, there was an explosion of magazines. Magazines first started in the 1890s, I believe it was. Around the 1940s and 50s, there was a real explosion of magazines. I believe there were like 200 magazines that were within that decade. And a lot of them used the principles of direct marketing to sell the subscriptions. At that time, it was primarily through direct mail. One thing I do want to distinguish is with direct marketing, often people think of it as just direct mail. And... That's probably rightfully so because a lot of direct marketers primarily use direct mail to build their audience, but that's not necessarily the case. Like you can use direct marketing for pretty much anything. It can be radio, it can be TV, it can be print. As long as it's a targeted offer to a specific audience that you've identified as your primary customer and there's an offer and as I mentioned, the creative and there's a concrete deadline, there's a way to measure the response rate. That's important with direct response marketing. Those are pretty much the five components that you need for any direct marketing offer. When we look at combining direct marketing and publishing, as I mentioned, magazines in the 1940s and 50s. In the 1960s, a copywriter by the name of Eugene Schwartz, who is one of my absolute favorite marketers, he was the first one to promote a book that leveraged the author's expertise into other types of publishing ventures. This created additional sources of revenue that allowed the author to be paid over and over again. And throughout the 80s and 90s, direct response publishing continued to be perfected as more and more companies from publishers to solopreneurs embrace these proven principles to sell more books, generate revenue, and build a lifestyle brand. Today, with digital media, anyone can be a publisher and build an audience. Results can be achieved faster and quicker than ever before. So authors today do not need to sell the number of books as the Little Leather Library or the Book of the Month Club to succeed and build a lifestyle business. But anyone can combine the principles of direct marketing with modern day publishing to grow an engaged audience and sell more of their products and services. Let's look at combining direct marketing with the principles of modern day publishing today and what that looks like. So we already established that modern day publishing is essentially content marketing. When we combine direct marketing today, essentially digital marketing, offline still applies, but mostly we're going to be talking about digital marketing and digital direct response marketing on this podcast. One of the first things you want to do is understand what a customer hierarchy is. There's five different levels of a customer hierarchy. The first one is suspects. Suspects are people that you think are interested in your product or service, but you're not positive. You've qualified them you think there's a good chance that they are gonna resonate with your product or service. For instance, could be running a Facebook ad to a cold interest group of people who don't know your brand yet, don't know anything about you. Prospects are people who have raised their hand and said they are interested, so they've opted into your email list is a good example. You've provided something of value, they've given you their name and email address, now you can start building a relationship with them through emails. 
So next level is first time customers. These are people that have purchased for the first time. It could be a low price point product. It could be a higher price point product. Mostly low price point if we're looking at direct response. Doesn't have to be, but it's somebody who's made a purchase for the first time. They're just start, starting to get to know the company. They're still starting to build trust. The next level is a loyal customer. These customers purchase more often. They're less sensitive to price. They know the company. They tell other people about the company. They spread the word about the company. Advocates are the last phase of this. With an advocate, they're the most loyal customers. They tell the most people they cost the least amount of money to serve and they spend the most money. Those are the five levels of a customer hierarchy. So with direct marketing, understanding what the customer hierarchy is in your business, and then you combine that with the customer journey. So the customer journey, there's normally three stages with the customer journey. The first one is the introduction stage. With the introduction stage, this is when a customer is just starting to get to know you. This is when they're a prospect and you're sending them emails. They're checking out your site. They're starting to become familiar with your offers. The next stage is the evaluation stage. Now they're actually evaluating if they're going to purchase your offers or not. They're still getting to know you. They may be comparing your product to other products that are similar, some of your competitors, to see which choice they're going to make. And then the third stage is the conversion stage. And this is where they actually make the purchase and buy. So these are the three stages of a customer journey. Now, these apply to the different levels from a customer going from first-time customer to loyal customer. They may still evaluate that next product and then ascend. So you want that ascension from suspect to advocate. That's what the customer journey does. And so it's, it's designing that so people can ascend easily with your products, with your services, and with the content that you create that helps people move through those different stages. For a business to have a pipeline of customers today, the key is creating content for the different stages of the customer journey. Businesses need different types of content that engages an audience, builds trust, and converts prospects into paying customers. Businesses need content that encourages customers to ascend throughout the customer journey and become higher level customers who are more valuable to the company. But here's the problem of this. According to the Content Marketing Institute's B2B Content Marketing 2020 Benchmark, Budgets and Trends North America, 59% of B2B marketers do not have a documented content strategy. But 69% of the top performing B2B content marketers do have a documented content strategy. Now this podcast is not just going to be focused on B2B. It's going to be B2C and B2B. But the point is, by sharing these stats, there's a need. People need to understand how to use content and then how to create a content plan that allows them to build an audience, build trust with that audience, and then use content to move them through the customer journey. Creating a documented content strategy, whether you're an entrepreneur, an author, a writer, a blogger, a coach, speaker, publisher, content marketer, copywriter, media buyer, online marketer, or anyone else can plan and then create content that moves customers throughout the customer journey once you understand this. By understanding how to combine publishing with direct marketing, you can grow your business to the level that you desire. This is what the podcast is going to be about. It's sharing different ways to fuse content with strategies to move customers throughout the customer journey. I'm going to interview people. I'm going to share different ideas and insights on some episodes on how to do this, but I want to give you different perspectives on how to use content combined with direct marketing to build an audience and to build a, what I call a lifestyle business. Again, a business where you control the business instead of the business controlling you. So 
That's what this is going to be about. I hope you join us as we discuss the benefits of combining direct marketing with modern day publishing and how you can use it to grow your business. So this is Charles. I hope you enjoy the podcast and I hope you join us for future episodes. What did you think of this podcast episode? What was your big takeaway? What did you learn? What did you like most about this podcast episode? Share your thoughts about this podcast in the Publish the Thrive Facebook group. Join the free group by visiting publishthethrive.com slash group. Plus, in the group, you can ask questions, share insights, build relationships, and connect and collaborate. Again, to join the Facebook group, visit publishthethrive.com slash group.